If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm calling it in five games, mate. It's going to happen. We're going to win this year, for sure. For sure. It's not even destiny. It's a sure thing. It's going to happen. I guarantee it. I believe it. I totally believe it. <laughs> forget, uh, forget hockey. It's easy to do these days because uh, Canada's taken back, apparently, the game that we created. And uh, the headline today grabbing our attention is that the Toronto Raptors are now the most valuable sporting franchise in the country. So when you add up the team's you know, final run, the, the six titles that they've won, the, the big national TV deal that they struck, they're now worth $1.8 billion, which puts them way ahead of both the Leafs and the Jays. And win or lose in this series, I think that they're going to prove the clear winner um, and, and not to mention, I think, solidify that the identity of Canada is not it's not just about hockey anymore because we know new Canadians and younger generations. They've diversified the, the country's sports team. And, and and now basketball is a new player in town and it's not going anywhere. Laurel Walzak is an assistant professor over at Ryerson University who's got about what 20 years experience serving the uh, Sport, health, and fitness area, as well as consumer goods. So you're very versed in the value of building franchises. And I don't think you'd be surprised to learn that the Raptors are are the most profitable and valuable franchise in Canadian sports. I mean, who would have thought this? Yes, I, well, I heard that number today. Uh, originally, I was thinking it was around a billion, but now I know the number's up to about... 1.8 billion, and Forbes is saying that it's at 1.7 billion U.S. dollars. So it's quite quite interesting, and in seeing how it continues to to increase. So to get a good valuation on it, will still need to be done. But yeah, those numbers are pretty compelling. They are compelling, and I think they tell a story. And that is, we are no longer just a, a hockey nation. And I don't watch sports, so I kind of come from the outside in. I don't have real emotion attached to any of this. But what I am seeing is that. The Raptors, and correct me where I'm wrong, the Raptors seem to have um, touched a nerve and a new generation that that I'm not sure hockey can anymore. Am I wrong? Well, I, you're right in the sense that they have touched a nerve. And the, basketball is uh, evoking this emotion, and it is really this uh, demonstrates inclusivity and diversity um, from the grassroots level all the way up. And we're seeing new audiences uh, that are enabled by media and technology and audiences that whether they're a Fairweather fan and jumping on to, um, you know, the finals and the playoffs or someone who's more of an avid fan and they're, they're feeling this sense of belonging and mm-hmm. that they have a sense of community. So that the, the audience is, is, seems to be much more diverse. It is diverse and I think it's more attainable. You know, anyone can go and get a basketball and just shoot hoops. With hockey, it's, it's, it's a bit of a trudge. It's a commitment. It's expensive. And I think a lot of people, um, certainly hockey fans who have been only watching hockey, might be seeing basketball now and saying, this is actually, you can, you can have as much fun, but you can also afford the tickets. You don't necessarily have to sit in a box. It's as much fun to sit outside on a street patio or at Jurassic Park. I mean, it just seems that if you're in a family situation, you don't have a lot of money, this could be your sport. That's right. Basketball offers access and the cost of entry is a lot cheaper than it is for hockey. Uh, and 
the, the ability to be able to, to have a ball and a, you know, a court or a hoop for to be able to play. You can play by yourself. You can play in a group. I love the fact that you, what we're seeing is this cultural phenomena of We the North and this community and tying in Drake. Yeah. Um, the fact that he's also invested with the Raptors to refurbish local community courts and give access to more people. Uh, people can, you know, watch for free at Cineplex or watch for free at Jurassic Park. And you see communities around the entire uh, country, Saskatoon, Halifax, that, and Mississauga and Markham that are saying, we're going to create our own little mini Jurassic Park so that our community can celebrate in what's going on in this country with raptors. Yeah, so it's not just a Toronto thing, which normally if it's a Toronto thing, everyone else in the country rejects it. That's not happening with this team. Instead, You've got, you know, cynical people like me. I mean, Laurel, if you can turn me into, you know, watching all of a sudden the Raptors, I I had zero interest. And then I saw them play and I thought, oh, my God, these guys are fun to watch. Yeah, that's going to be the beauty of moving forward. So the Raptors, uh, not only do they have your attention today and during this finals and really during the playoff run, but if they can convert uh, these Fairweather fans or sort of first-timer fans um, into a fan for yeah. next year and the next coming years, like yourself, if you continue to watch and you're buying merchandise and you may think about turning the game on or buying a ticket to a game, and at the very least talking about it at work the next day, um, that is success for them. And it's that's where they're seeing a lot of this growth. And a big part of this growth is in social media. The, uh, the NBA in particular, but the Raptors have done a phenomenal mm-hmm. job at leveraging social media platforms to give access um, to media and to content for the Raptors with their fans. Sure. Yeah, I mean, look, we've already discussed getting tickets for next season, taking our son. We've bought him all this Raptor gear. So, yeah, you're you're, you're bringing in new generations. I can't say I'll watch a lot of games next season, but but, but there's no question I think the playoffs and this series have woken up a new fan base. On the flip side, it's not just, you know, about the Toronto Raptors. This has been amazing. The spin-off effects for local businesses, bars, everything. Everyone is reaping the rewards off of a successful Raptor uh, franchise. Yes, the the economic impact in this country, and, and in Toronto in particular, but I would say across Canada and all the major cities and even the smaller places where people are... Uh, they're going to bars. They're saying they're coming in from other countries to attend a game or, or to go to Jurassic Park, almost like a tourist destination. And the economic impact for our country um, because of this, because of the Raptors and because of the games, is phenomenal. And I think um, the, that that positivity in terms of the dollars and the revenues and the finances that are occurring because of it is, is so fantastic to see. And that I love the fact that many businesses are benefiting from from this and this growth from the Raptors and in basketball in general. Just before I let you go, I, I, I have to think that both the Jays and um, and the Leafs and other sports, certainly those two, are watching this and thinking, I think we got to tweak some things and or make some changes. Do you foresee that they will kind of maybe uh, look at the Raptors as a case study and, and try to mirror this to, to revamp their bases and, and, their, and, and what they do? Yes, of course. And, you know, part of uh, MLSE is the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are also owned, um, you know, they, they own the Leafs, the Raptors, TFC, um, Rogers and Bell are, are part owners in that, that Rogers owns uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. So there's a lot of uh, collaboration and synergy amongst them. And I think what you're going to start to see is, is taking a look at 
who the fans are, what they're doing, what their consumption behaviors are, uh, and and understanding that because um, Major League Baseball in particular is having a few struggles right now with their audiences yeah. and their fan base, and they need to take a look at that. The one unique thing that the Raptors have that, let's say, the Leafs don't is the fact that they're the only team. There's yeah. pros and cons to this in Canada, where mm-hmm. Leafs have competition from six other major Canadian teams. Um, you know, they're not far off, and they're doing. They're very successful, and, and they're going to continue to have that success, uh, I, I believe. I don't think we're going to see that uh, falter. Um, that said, uh, everybody still needs to be completely on top of who their fan is, how they consume, and, and make sure that they're, they're offering the value of what the fan is looking for to be able to remain competitive. Yeah, if if this team wins this series, man, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the Jays and certainly the Leafs because these guys will have delivered. Uh, exciting times, Laurel. Thank you so much for your uh, knowledge on this. Appreciate it. Great. Thank you, Alex. That is Laurel Walzak joining us here on Point on Global News Radio.